This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Hi, I'm Susie Garden, and this is the Ageless and Awesome podcast. I'm an age-defying naturopath and clinical nutritionist, and I'm here to bust myths around women's health and aging so that you can be ageless and awesome in your 40s, 50s, and beyond. The Ageless and Awesome podcast is dedicated to helping women through perimenopause and menopause with great health, a positive mindset, and outrageous confidence. Hit subscribe or follow now, and let's get started. Hello, gorgeous one, and welcome to Q&A Thursday with me, Susie. And this week, it's not actually a question from a listener. This is uh, questions that I've been fielding from my clients all week, and I wanted to share it with you. So this is all about surviving festive times because the festive season is upon us and we're starting to enter into that period where there are loads and loads of social events going on and lots of opportunities for eating processed food, high fat food, high sugar food, snacking, lots of alcohol, lots of late nights, all of the things. And that can absolutely make your perimenopause or menopause symptoms worse, um, particularly in regard to sleep, hot flushes, they're probably the main two, maybe even the anxiety and depression that can be associated with peri and menopause. So I wanted to talk a little bit today about what you can do to help support yourself during this festive season, but also at the same time, continue to enjoy those moments at catching up with family, friends, work colleagues school mums, all of that sort of stuff, which is awesome. And it's part of life. And let's face it, we've all just been through, you know, a period of time where we haven't been able to do that. So it's been, it's great to really enjoy it 
in a way that's not going to really derail your your health, your weight, especially if you're on a weight loss journey at the moment. So if you're one of my current clients uh, or previous clients actually in the GLOW protocol you and Metabolic Balance actually, you have access to a module in our VIP space called Surviving Festive Times. So go log into the VIP space as a whole video and... Um, a handout there, but I'm going to do just a little run through of some of the the key points that really will be relevant for everyone that is thinking about this and has this on their mind of how am I going to get through the next four to five weeks and actually still feel good and not just feel like a horrible kind of tired, fatigued, sleepless, hot mess. <laughs> so I guess let's start with mindset. Mindset is super important around this sort of stuff. Um, and there's a few things I want to talk about with this. So number one, if you're going to go to uh, an event that's going to be a lot of fun, enjoy yourself. Don't spend the whole time worrying about every single thing that you're popping into your mouth and then beating yourself up the following day about how much you ate or drank or whatever. Okay, so if you're going to go and have a good time, have a good time. You can always jump back on your wagon, whatever that is, the next day for sure. Um, but just make sure you do, I guess, if you are following a plan of some sort, some sort of dietary plan, uh, then yeah, have fun. But then make sure that you're supporting your body and your health by getting back onto the good, healthy stuff the next day or at the next meal. That's really important. The other thing I wanted to point out, and one of my mentors pointed this out to me, and I've always thought, what a great way to look at this time of year. If you look at December, okay, let's just look at December. If you eat three times a day, that's 93 meals, okay? Now, if you think about Christmas, New Year's Eve, work party, um, partner's work party, friend's work party friends parties, that sort of thing around this time of year and how many you might have. You might come up with, you know, there may be one or two, there may be five, there may be 10, there may be more than 10. And okay, so if they say there's 10, that's a nice easy number to work with. Say there's 10 events, 10, whether they're dinners, lunches, parties, whatever, 10. Out of 90 meals, 10 of those might be junk food, lots of alcohol, all of of that sort of stuff. 10 out of 91 kind of puts it into perspective, doesn't it? It's just over 10%. It's not really a lot in the scheme of things. Um, So keep that in mind if you are thinking, oh gosh, I've got all all these things to go to. How am I going to keep on track? It's really as a percentage of the whole month, it's not actually a lot. Even if you go away on holidays, right? If you're having two weeks off, on holidays and you think, well, I'm going to be going out for lunch. I'm going to be going out for dinner. Even if that's like, let's see, in two weeks, that's going to be close to 40 meals, say 42 meals. Think about, okay, 42 meals. That's not even half. Maybe it's close to half of that time. The meals are going to be pretty raucous, (laughs) so to speak. Now, 
realistically, they're pro- it's probably not going to be that bad. At some point, you're going to be having some veggies. You're going to be having some protein. You're going to be having some salads. You're going to be having some fruit, right? So you can try and make some relatively healthy choices some of the time. Um, but uh, let's get realistic. Probably the ma- for the majority of people listening, it's going to be, say, around 10 meals that are off. So thinking about it like that where, okay, it's actually in the whole scheme of things, not a huge amount. And if you can possibly support yourself by doing things like drinking additional water, that helps tremendously. That helps tremendously. So 35 mils of water per kilo of body weight on a daily basis, that helps so much with detox, with keeping hydrated, with making sure you're not confusing hunger and thirst. It really helps. And it keeps you full as well. So perhaps may prevent some of the overeating. And that's my next point is being mindful about eating and chewing your food. We know from research that if you're eating in a group that you're going to eat more because you're distracted, you're talking, it's fun, maybe you're drinking. So that's definitely going to happen. So trying to bring in an element of mindfulness into your uh, eating helps dramatically. Chewing your food well really helps your digestion. So you know, if you're someone that is prone to constipation, for example, chew your food really, really well, swallow it, and then go for the next mouthful rather than shoving it, shoveling it in. That is really great. Um, also, if you are eating in like party food or whatever, perhaps portion out your time as to how you're going to or rather when you're going to eat. So rather than going and loading up a plate, demolishing it, and then loading up another plate and demolish it, perhaps load up your first plate, demolish it, and then have a break for maybe 15 minutes where you're just drinking water. So you're allowing that blood sugar to settle a little, a little, not a lot, to be honest. 15 minutes isn't a lot of time, but it's going to help you to also know, am I full? Because it takes around 20 minutes for the stomach to tell the brain that it's full. So if you're allowing that break in between eating and you just drink a bit of water in between, that's going to really help prevent overeating. And it also helps you realize, okay, I can just slow down a little bit here. Um, I love food personally. So I'm the kind of person that when I get somewhere that I'm going and it's there's food around, I will. I am definitely someone that likes to kind of go, ah, oh, I'm in. And But then having that little break makes a huge difference because you know that you're getting full. And you're kind of getting over that initial excitement as well. And that goes also if you're having multiple courses, for example, at a restaurant, just having a bit of a break in between meals. So between entree and main, main and dessert, it's usually probably going to be 10 to 15 minutes anyway. Rather than getting into the bread and the wine in that interim period, just drink water. It just helps to moderate that eating, moderate that blood sugar helps to keep you in touch with are you feeling full or not so that you don't get to the end of the meal and go, oh my gosh, I feel so sick because I've eaten too much. That's a really good one that helps, particularly during this time of year when there may be multiple events that you're going to. Another hot tip, this is one that I love and 
now that I know it, it seems really obvious. But when I first heard this, I thought, wow, this is a bit of a revelation. So my hot tip, again, kind of taps into that mindful eating and also into being that awareness of being full. But my hot tip is not to finish other people's food and not to force food down just because it's on your plate. So for example, you know, it's like when you you eat, you might get full, you might think, oh, I've had enough of this. And you finish your meal, you might, there might still be some food on the plate. Uh, and particularly in family situations and when there are kids around, when someone has done that, for example, if you're a mum and your kids left, I don't know, a bit of chicken or something like that on the plate and you go and pick the plate up and you just go, well, I'm not throwing that in the bin and it's not enough for a leftover. So you eat it, right? You just pop that in your mouth. We all do it. We've all done it. Um, and that can be just, you just think, oh, it's just a little bit of thing, a little bit of food. Same with, you know, if you've got a little bit of wine left in the, in the glass and you think, oh, I don't really want it. I've had enough, but it's only a mouthful or a couple of mouthfuls. I'll just throw that down. By doing that, you're kind of treating your body as a rubbish bin. You know what I mean? Or a trash can, if you're one of my uh, American listeners. And because it's something you would have thrown in the bin, right? Like a little, little dodgy bit of chicken or something like that. You would have thrown that in the bin. But instead, you're putting it in your mouth and putting it in your body, not respecting and honoring the fact that you are full, the fact that you've had enough. And small becomes from a, a mindset of, I don't want to waste the food but it's not enough for a proper leftover. By throwing that little mouthful or two of wine down the sink, by scraping the plate into the bin and getting rid of that food that your body doesn't need because you're full, that is an incredible, incredibly liberating thing to do. And I'm talking about, I'm not talking about wasting food. Like obviously if you've got compost, do that. But I'm talking about if you don't and if there's not enough for a leftover, then just get rid of it. Don't eat it. Don't, you know, when you think about how much extra food you might be eating, if particularly if you're clearing a whole table and you might be, you know, grabbing food <laughs> off and, or, you know, there's might be a handful of nuts in the, in a bottom of a bowl and you just think, oh, I'll just grab those. I don't want to pop them back in the packet or it's, you know, not enough to keep. Anything like that, that you're just adding these little mouthfuls here and there can really add up over the festive season. So, Really, be really mindful about eating those little bits and pieces that are around during meals like this. Another thing, probably actually my last thing I'm going to talk about is where you can have good, healthy whole foods, do that. For example, breakfast. It is almost always, even if you're eating at a cafe, it is almost always always possible to get a really good healthy whole food breakfast so and that's just comes to making good choices if you're going to have eggs have poached eggs you know things like that avoid having the toast if you know you're having um party food that night or that day just have, um, you know even just having some uh granola or something where you can see what the food is. It looks like food. That is going to be awesome. And also be mindful of your portion size. If you're ordering, say, yogurt, and you get this huge bowl of yogurt with fruit, it's too much, right? We've all been served these huge servings at a cafe. And again, you're like, oh, I don't want to waste the food. 
waste it or share it with somebody and just eat the portion size that's appropriate for you so that you're not overeating and you're kind of in a way re-nourishing your body, particularly if you've had a party kind of day the day before. You're just really re-nourishing your body, looking after it. You will feel a lot better if you eat like this and you will also be able to maintain your weight if that is something that you're focusing on as a health goal. It will improve your mental health because you'll be eating good proteins. Uh, It will also improve your, um, I guess, uh, vulnerability to perimenopause symptoms because we know that eating processed food, uh, lots of alcohol, lots of coffee, caffeine drinks, sugar, all of that sort of stuff, we know that that's going to impact our hormones. We know that that can increase things like sleep disturbances and hot flashes and things like that that make us feel very uncomfortable in this season. And we don't want to. And particularly if in Australia, in a warm state like me in Queensland, where it's summer and it's hot, you don't want to be having a hot flash on top of the heat. So that's been, I guess, what I want to share today about the how to look after yourself during festive times, but also always also having a plan for getting yourself back on track. And if you've been thinking, you know what, I really want to get my act together. I want to get good health. I want to feel good in my body. I want to look good in my body. I want to have a good pathway into perimenopause and menopause or healthy aging then why not book in a pre-screening call with me, get yourself set up so that you can start in January, new year, new you, all of that. (laughs) And I would love to hear from you. I'm working up until virtually Christmas. So if you want to book in and get yourself set up, whether or not you want to start before Christmas, that might, that'll be a conversation I have with you uh, as I've had with someone today uh, as to when the best time is to start. But yeah, I really do feel that if you, if this is something you're wanting for next year, if you've had enough, if you're like, right, it, I wanted to do it in 2023, it didn't happen. I can't keep going like this. I have to do something and I haven't been able to do it on my own. Then please reach out. I'm here for you. Um, message me on Instagram at Susie Garden Wellness or go to my website, susiegarden.com and book in a chat with me. It's a free chat. There's no obligation. I get a lot out of talking to you. So yeah, let's connect. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Ageless and Awesome podcast. If you liked today's episode, please make sure you click the little plus button if you're on Apple Podcasts or the follow button if you're on Spotify so that you can get each new episode delivered to you every single week. If you like free stuff and who doesn't, then head over to suzygarden.com and grab my eight essential age-defying secrets every woman over 40 should know right now. Or if you'd like to continue the discussion, head over to Instagram and DM me at Wellness. I'd love to connect with you. 